السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين والعقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله هذا لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فإن شاء الله will begin with the with this uh, reminder for myself and to those who are listening with the tafsir of Surah Al-Fatiha the tafsir of Surah Al-Fatiha no doubt Surah Al-Fatiha has uh, uh, many has many virtues from it the scholars they call it the Ummul Quran the mother of the Quran as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned and also the messenger sallallahu alayhi mentioned in the hadith which is in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih Muslim where it is mentioned that the Prophet mentioned that this is the Ummul Quran this is the Umm Al-Quran and Allah mentioned it is the Sab Al-Mathani that it is the seven of repeated verses and in it you'll find Tawheed you'll find the guidance of Sirat Al-Mustaqim the three categories of Tawheed mentioned Tawheed Al-Rububiyyah Al-Uluhiyyah and the Asma'u Al-Sifat likewise it is a pillar in the prayer your prayer is Batil La Salata لمن لا يقرأ بفاتحة الكتاب. There's no prayer for the one who does not recite the فاتحة الكتاب. And there is difference of opinion that if the Imam recites it in a loud prayer, do you also recite? And the correct position regarding that is yes, you also recite, but you recite it, you know, quietly behind the Imam. So when the Imam says Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, you you also say Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen after each verse. If you are able, and if you're not able because he is reading uh, quickly, then you say it at the end of the surah. As Sheikh Muhammad al-Banna rahimullah mentioned, and other scholars mentioned that you recite it at the end of the surah. But if you're able to recite it after every verse, then recite it after every verse. The surah, no doubt, has characteristics that distinguish, distinguish it uh, from others, from that we said is a pillar. Your prayer is not accepted if, you're, if you do not recite Fatiha al-Kitab. La salata. لمن لم يقرأ بفاتحة الكتاب. Likewise, it is also called رقية from the hadith of Abi Sa'id al-Khudri رضي الله عنه who mentioned uh, where he used it as a رقية as an incantation, as used as a cure when read over somebody. Somebody sick, you can put your hand over them and read over them. And in the hadith of uh, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri رضي الله عنه when he told the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم what had happened that he read it over someone who was cured. And the leader of the tribe who was cured in return gave him the uh, gave him some some uh, 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 slaughtered uh, or some uh, meat that was slaughtered uh, from a sheep, and he was asking whether he can take that. And the messenger sallam, first of all said to him, "Wa What gave you the knowledge that it is actually a ruqya? It is a cure. And then he said also. Make me a share with you, yani, from the meat, meaning that it's allowed. Sheikh Rabia Hafidullah says that this is, you're allowed to, uh, if somebody reads over somebody and the person is cured, then the person who's cured, yani, from the uh, good is that you give him, give the one who did the ruqya over you something in recompense. Uh, but what you see nowadays, Sheikh Rabia says, where people open up shops, and Sheikh Abdullah Bukhari mentioned this as well, where people open up shops and start reading over 
water and selling it at a higher price. This is all from the additional things that people have added to the religion. It's not something which is uh, correct. Rather, this is batil. This is futile. Where people start charging money for ruqya. And the man is still sick. The man is sick. He comes and, he, and uh, the one who set up a business out of it, he's reading over him and he's still sick and he expects money from him. Sheikh Rabbi says he's still sick. The hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudr, the Sayyid al-Qawm, the leader of the tribe who was cured, he was cured. And then he gave some meat as a gift. But you, you want to, uh, you want to take, you want to take money or take gifts when you, you did not, when the person that you have read over is still sick. So this is, this type of business is layajus. Is not allowed. And it is not something that the Salaf used to do. Open up shops for Ruqya. Ruqya is, first and foremost, you do it over yourself. You do it over yourself. You read Fatiha over yourself. You read the Adkar that are worried, that are mentioned in the Sunnah over yourself. As for يعني, going to these people, who gave them that right? Shaykh Rabbi says, who gave them that right or that position uh, to be in that position where you end up feeling that you can cure somebody. The cure is Allah. When Allah subhanahu wills that one is inflicted with an affair, no one can remove it except Him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. When I'm sick, then He's the one who cures. Allah is the Shafi, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we don't uh, set up these people and as if they are the, the, the one who can cure the people. So anyway, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, this surah begins with, after the Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, begins with al-Fatiha. Begins with, sorry, the alhamd. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. As for the Basmala, the Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, then there's difference of opinion, is it part of Fatiha or not? The strongest position which we have read, and Allah alam seems to be the strongest position, is that Fatiha begins with alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. And that is the, the proof of that is the hadith, in Sahih Muslim, the hadith of Abi Hurairah radiallahu anhu, where he said, the Prophet said, Qasamtu salabayni wayna abdi nisfayn, faida qala al-abdu alhamdulillah bil alameen. I have split the prayer between myself and my servant into two parts. I have divided the prayer between myself and my servant in two parts. So when he says alhamdulillah bil alameen. So from the names of Fatiha is as-salah, qasamtu salah And here he said, I have split it, or I divided it into two parts. Apart from uh, 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 Allah, and that is, He mentioned, well, nah, This is between me and my servant. Uh, sorry, that one is the, the middle part of it. That is between me and my servant. But the one for Allah is the first part of Fatiha, the three first verses of the Fatiha. Because all of it is for Allah, is praising Allah. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Ar Rahman Ar Rahim, Malik Yawmiddin. As for the middle verse, then, This is between me and my servant. So if you are truly upon Tawheed, then Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer your dua in this prayer, in this Fatiha. And that is the rest part of the rest of the Fatiha. When, when we ask, اهدنا سرط المستقيم سرط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم والضالين That last part of the Fatiha is a dua. This is for my servant. And for my servant is what he asks for. 
As for the first part of Fatiha, the first three verses, then that is for Allah. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Hamadani Abdi. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Athna Alayya Abdi. Maliki Yawmiddin. Majjadani Abdi. All of these Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He replies and acknowledges, or not acknowledges, not a good word, but Allah subhanahu wa knows what the servant has said and he and he knows that the servant has said what he said in this hadith he said when my servant says all oh, praise and thanks belong to Allah the Lord of the worlds Allah replies my servant has praised me and when he says the most gracious the most merciful Allah says my servant has extolled me and when when he says Maliki Yomiddin master of the day of judgment Allah says my servant has glorified me when he says, you, are, you alone we worship and your aid we seek, Allah says, this is between me and my servant. And my servant will have what he asks for. When he says, guide us to the straight way, the way of those whom you have bestowed your grace, not the way of those who earned your anger, such as the Jews, nor of those who went astray, such as the Christians. Allah says, this is for my servant, and my servant shall have what he asks for. As we said, this hadith is Sahih Muslim. Now, Likewise, um, what proves that Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim is not from Al-Fatiha is the hadith of Anas radiallahu anhu where he said Sallaytu khalf al-Nabiyyi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa Abi Bakr wa Umar wa Uthman fakanu yastaftihuna bilhamd yani bilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen la yadhkuruna Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim fi awwal al-Qira wala fi akhiriha so that's how they used to begin with the alhamd loudly. As for Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, it used to be said quietly. It used to be said quietly. And if you look at the seven verses, it begins with alhamd, alhamdulillah rabbil alameen, ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, maliki yawmiddin. These are three verses. And the middle verse is the fourth verse, iyyakan abudu wa iyyakan astain. And as for the rest of the three verses, you can see those seven verses fit perfectly. Three for Allah, three for you, the du'as that you make, and one in the middle between you and Allah. So Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Alhamd, Alhamdu, Alhamdu begins with Alif Lam. In Arabic they call it Al-Istighraq. It means Kul Alhamd. All Hamd belongs to Allah. That is what al-istighraq means. Alhamd is complete praise. Complete praise for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Lillah, lam here is called lam al-istihqaq. The lam of belonging to or deserving. So Allah is deserving of this praise. No one else is deserving of complete praise. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Rabbil alameen. Allah is the Rabb. Allah huwa al-Rabbu. Huwa al-Rabb means the Lord Rabbul Alameen the Lord of the creation he is the Khaliq the Malik and the Malik subhanahu wa ta'ala dispose of all affairs the Mudabbir his Lordship uh, falls into these three categories meaning the Khaliq the Malik and the Mudabbir Shaykh Nathamiyah mentions that he is the creator there is no creator except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who creates like the one who does not create. Allah says in Surah Nahal verse 17. Are they equal? Of course they're not. 
هل من خالق غير الله يرزقكم من السماء والأرض؟ Is there a creator besides Allah to give you sustenance from the heavens and the earth? لا إله إلا هو فأنا تؤفكون There is none There is none that deserves to accept him that deserves to be worshipped فأنا تؤفكون Here again Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala affirming that he is the creator of everything in Surah Ghafir, Allah says, Allah is the creator of everything, and everyone and everything of his creation is in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep them sustained. So, Rabb is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Naam is the Lord, and that necessitates that he is the Khaliq, the Malik, and the Mudabbir. These are the three points that Shaykh Nuthaymin mentions. Likewise, Rabbul Alameen, we are Alam. كلنا, all of us alam, alam يعني, we are part of this alam, this creation. Creation of the, the jinn and mankind and all of creation. We are one of the creation. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. Allah is Ar-Rahman. Ar-Rahman wa al arsh istawa, the most merciful. Al-Arsh, above the throne. Istawa rising above the throne and everything is in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah is the most merciful to him submit all creatures in the heavens and the earth willingly or unwillingly they all submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and such are the examples which we portray to people and none understands it except the possessors of knowledge so knowing the meanings of these verses the meanings of Allah's names and attributes is from the deen and it's from the, the, pe the people who possess knowledge, they are the ones who know. So Ar-Rahman al-Wazan Fa'lan, which means and denotes vastness in giving mercy. Even the disbelievers benefit from his mercy that Allah gives them life, Allah gives them food. As for Rahim, this is specific for the believers. وَكَانَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَحِيمًا As Allah mentioned Surah Al-Ahzab 43, that Allah and he was with the merciful, to the believers. Maliki Yawmiddin after Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Maliki Yawmiddin he is the master of the day of judgment. Also in one recitation, the Warsh recitation, they say Maliki Yawmiddin. Malik, the owner and the Malik, the master. Both of these recitations are correct. So he's the master of the day of judgment and he's the master of everything. Naam, he is the master of all, of creation. The dominion belongs to him, the mulk belongs to him. لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ الْيَوْمِ لِلَّهِ الْوَاحِدِ الْقَهَّارِ Allahu Akbar. So who belongs the mulk, the dominion today? It belongs to Allah, the one, the irresistible, the qahar. No one can escape his kingdom, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everybody dies, everybody who has authority, then Allah's authority above them, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you have authority or some position in this dunya or some status, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above you. Even in your own household, Allah is above all of us subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ You worship and your aid we seek. Notice he did not say نَعْبُدُ إِيَّاكَ which is the jumla فِعْلِيَّ نَعْبُدُ إِيَّاكَ 
وَنَسْتَعِينُ بِكَ He did not say that. Rather, he used the hasr verb of bringing forward, he used the hasr benefit of bringing forward the maf'oolun bihi, if you like, or the bringing forward Allah's name, or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدْ إِيَّاكَ يعني you, only we worship. No one else can be added to that. But if you say we worship you, we worship you, and so on, so on, so on. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala restricted that. It's called a restrictive phrase. It's called a restrictive phrase, hasr, where you bring forward, yeah, where you delay the fi'l and fa'il. It's called a restrictive phrase. Here, al-hasr, iyyaka na'budu. You only we worship. That's why those who translated the Quran correctly, translated the Quran, the meaning of the Quran correctly, they say, you alone. Many others don't. But if you look at... Uh, uh, the uh, noble Quran they use that and these two go together is like you are saying La ilaha illallah. and is like you saying you seek help from Allah you cannot worship Allah except with the help of Allah we have to seek help from Allah SWT to help us and aid us and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the hadith of Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam we said to Ibn Abbas radiallahu radiallahu anhuma ya ghulam inni u'alimuk kalimat ihfadillah ihfadak ihfadillah tajidu tujahak idha sa'alta fas'alillah wa idha sta'anta fasta'in billah so seeking help should be only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in those affairs that only Allah is able to help you in now as for the rest of the three verses these are du'as that we ask Allah to be on the straight path ihdina sirat al-mustaqim sirat al-ladina an'amta alayhim Show us the straight path. The sirat, Shaykh Ibn rahimullah says, the sirat is straight and it is flat. It's not hilly, it is straight. And this is the shortest path that will enter you into paradise. And that is the sirat al-mustaqim. And Ibn al-Qayyim mentions that if your sirat, if you're upon the sirat here correctly, then inshallah on Yawm al-Qiyamah, when, when you have to pass over the sirat, the bridge, mm -hmm. you will also pass over correctly. So, ihdina sirat al-mustaqim. Al-mustaqim, which is straight. Sirat al-ladina an'amta alayhim. That is the Sirat al-Mustaqim. The way of those who have favored. The Prophet was favored amongst all of the messengers. Allah said about him, وَإِنَّكَ لَتَهْدِي إِلَى Sirat al-Mustaqim. And you guide to the straight path. وَإِنَّكَ لَتَهْدِي إِلَى Sirat al-Mustaqim. وَإِنَّكَ لَتَهْدِي إِلَى Sirat al-Mustaqim. And that is what Shura, verse 52. يعني وَإِنَّكَ لَتَهْدِي إِلَى Sirat al-Mustaqim. And you, O Muhammad, guide to the straight path. Because Allah sent him, and he's the guide. No doubt, you cannot guide those whom you love, but Allah guides whom he wills. That is the guidance of tawfiq. But the Prophet ﷺ was sent to give the guidance of bayan wal-irshad, of clarification and guidance yani of the way. Now. نعم. So who are those Allah has favored? The ones Allah has favored They're the ones Allah has favored They're the ones Allah has favored The prophets, the truthful ones The martyrs, and the, those who bear witness The martyrs and the righteous. Who are they? 
the likes of the Sahaba anhum, the Anbiya and the Sahaba anhum. The best of the is of the Anbiya is the Rasul وسلم, the Prophet Muhammad وسلم. and the best of the Sahaba the, the Khulafa al-Rashidin and then the rest of the ten promised paradise. The Sahaba anhum, وَمَنْ يُشَقِقَ الرَّسُولَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُنْ هُدَى وَيَتَّبِي غَيْرَ سَبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّهُ نُصْلِ جَهَنَّمُ وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرَهُ Whoever contends with the Messenger after the guidance has been given to them and he follows a path other than the way of the believers will leave him the path he has chosen and land him in the hellfire what an evil abode that is. سِرَطَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ They are the ones, the best people ever to be. Allah is pleased with them and them pleased with him. وَالصَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِينَ وَالْأَنْصَارِ They are the first who came, uh, who came to the deen from the sabiqun الْأَوَّلُونَ from the muhajirun, the migrate, those who migrated from Mecca to Medina and the Ansar, the helpers of Medina. They are the best people ever to be. إِذَا ذُكِرَ أَصْحَابِي When my companions are mentioned and withhold, don't speak about them. Don't speak about them in a bad light. If one of you were to give charity the size of Uhud in gold, he would not reach a handful of what they've put forward. Nor even half of that. They have done so much in terms of their striving to protect the messenger, to, to put this deen, to carry this deen, to memorize the Quran and carry it with the correct understanding and deliver it far and wide. And their patience and their perseverance and their uh, and they're uh, uh, striving through afflictions and difficulties and hardships and hardship, then all of that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has raised them many levels. They're the ones who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has raised many levels. Yeah, the, the, the first of the scholars, they're the ones Allah raised them the highest. They are the people of Tawheed. And they are the ones who like the helpers of Medina who aided and gave whatever they had and shared it with the with the Ansa, with the Muhajirin. They are the Sahaba anhum, The beloved people, the beloved ones who came and they strove and they carried this deen. And we love them and we want to be with them and with the prophets and messengers and the righteous in Yom Al Qiyamah and the in the hereafter in Jannah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us to be with them, with the righteous, and forgive us our shortcomings. Hadina Sirat al Mustaqim, Sirat al Ladina and Amta Alehim. Ghairi al Magdubi Alehim or al Dalin. Ghairi al Magdubi Alehim, those who were given knowledge that didn't practice it. Well, al Dalin, they worship Allah without guidance, without knowledge. These are two evil paths, paths of the Ghairi al Magdubi Alehim or al Dalin. Shaykh Uthaymi Rahimullah said, even those who even those who are without knowledge and they didn't practice what they're supposed to practice, also they are maghdub alayhim. So it's not just the Jews who were given knowledge and didn't practice it, but also the Christians who when the Prophet came, they rejected him. No one has an excuse after the Messenger has come to follow this true guidance. So upon you and me, is to do our best and practice what we know. For knowledge can be a proof for you or against you. Allah forgive us our shortcomings. For indeed, in the hadith of Ibn Majah, the Prophet said, Wal Quran is a proof for you or against you. 
So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the Qur'an proof for us, not against us in Yawm Al-Qiyamah. May Allah forgive us our shortcomings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our actions better than our speech. Make our, make our actions, make our actions better than our speech. May Allah make us of those who are accepted in the Akhirah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us. For indeed, life is short and we're all passing by. And our return is going to be to Allah. Ya ayuhal insan, innaka kadihun ila rabbika kadhan you're definitely going back to Allah and you're going to meet Him. So how are we prepared for that day? Of studying the book of Allah and the sunnah of the Messenger and learning the knowledge and practicing the knowledge that we have gained. Or have we become neglectful? Have we turned away? Are we not serious about the reality that's coming, facing us one day? May Allah forgive us. May Allah forgive us. May Allah forgive us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aid us for we need His help. Without his help, we are not able to blink our eye, our eyelids. Wallahi, without Allah's help. Subhanakallah, bihamdika, ashadu illa ilaha illa anta astaghfirka tuwilik. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh.